0: michelle how are you doing i was going on on my podcast earlier until i realized that um my microphone was not on it's probably been you know the happening of my life i think i plug it in and you know whatever but how are you doing how was your holidays how was your christmas i hope it was good i hope you spent time with your family i hope you enjoyed your life Because, you know, life is short, and we do need to enjoy our lives and be with the people we love. And we don't need scientists and all these people dictating what it is we should be doing with our lives and telling us to cut off our family members and all that nonsense. We don't need that. We need to be strong, united, and close together. So, without further ado, guess what I'm going to be talking about today? You guessed it. Vaccines mandates, well, not necessarily vaccine mandates, but some news outlet who is coming to their senses regarding uh, this, what I would call a fear tactic, which is counting cases instead of counting actual serious infections, which result in going to the hospital and or uh, going to, you know, going to the hospital or uh, you know, death, which we don't want that, but. Instead of doing that, all the um, all of the the media speaks about is uh, the cases. Oh, we have a rising cases. We have a rising cases, and I'm not really that surprised with that because I've realized that at some point we're all going to be fe- infected with COVID 19. I think it's inevitable that we're going to be infected with COVID 19, especially more and more as we see the, you know, uh, the world not being vaccinated, you know, the rich countries getting all these boosters while the poorer countries are not, and these uh, um, variants running rapid all over the place. So uh, it's inevitable to me that we were going to have a rise in cases, especially, you don't want to talk about how we have a rise in cases among the vaccinated, but okay. You know, they want to tell us that story, but that's okay. That's okay. Um so here we go. All right. <laughs> So, this is uh, an article, I'm sorry I had to take a moment, I needed to transfer some things to my bigger screen here, but uh, it really was talking about how now they have to change the metrics of um, what constitutes uh, infection, you know, and how that's supposed to count. in in our world. So the title of the article is COVID Cases Should No Longer Be Key Metric of Pandemic, Says Health Experts. So if I made any sense, let me just clarify, because I don't know if I was making any sense. I was rattling on there. But what I was saying basically was that cases that testing positive didn't necessarily lead to hospitalization or death. And that if we had treatments, you know, I think, and I think this is where the Biden administration failed enormously, the American public, by not offering treatments to people who tested positive and, you know, this nonsense backlash against the unvaccinated. But um, if we had treatments, they could have, and we could have greatly, greatly reduced hospitalizations and perhaps some deaths. But because they were counting infections, they really ran what I would call a, a scare campaign, which didn't was uh, misleading into misleading because people were believing that just because you tested positive that you were automatically going to go to the hospital and that you you were like one foot in the grave, and that wasn't necessarily true according to the science. So this article is uh, perhaps. Trying to set the record straight, we'll see how far it goes in the mainstream media. But again, it's, it's entitled uh, "Covid cases should no longer be key metric of uh, pandemic," says a health expert. It Goes on to read this: a lady, a leading expert, said that Sunday, said Sunday that as the Omicron variant spreads, the number of Covid infections should no longer be a major metric for tracking the pandemic. The focus should instead be on hospitalizations and deaths, said Ashish K. Jaha, Dean of Brown University's School of Public Health. Goes on to read this. In an interview with ABC News on Sunday, Jaha, I hope I pronouncing that correctly, discussed the number of breakthrough COVID cases occurring in people who have been vaccinated and boosted. He noted that the Omicron variant is mutated and that our antibodies, just work a little bit less efficiently against it. And so if you get a high enough dose of this virus, it'll break through that first wall of immune system, Jaha said. But the immune system is though in those who have been vaccinated has, quote, a second wall that prevents severe illness, he noted, pointing out that most people with breakthrough cases report mild symptoms. ABC News host Jonathan Carl said that since the beginning of the pandemic, the number of COVID infections in the U.S. has been, quote, has been the leading indicator of how uh, things are going and how effectively we're dealing with the pandemic. He then asked, are we getting to the point where that indicator really isn't one of the one that matters? In new cases, as you said, among the vaccinated are not leading to serious sickness. Is it an indicator that we should really be paying paying so much attention to? And of course, this guy asks, Yeah, I think this is the most important part of the moment in this pandemic. We have to do a shift, Jaha responded. He noted that over the past years, uh, the past two years, COVID 19 infections have always preceded hospitalizations, which preceded deaths. Well, again if you look on the cdc website you know you will find that the people infected were tens of millions of people and tens of millions of people was it 25 30 million people this is when i last looked. i haven't looked recently i was trying to look recently but I, i haven't looked recently but it's in the tens of millions of people you know who were infected with the virus now, before, I think it was last year, early last year, they had like a recovery rate, which was also very high. And then you had the hospital death rate, which is, you know, we don't want to see people die and God, you know, I'm very sorry for people's loss, but was relatively low to the amount of people who were actually infected with the, with the virus. So I asked, and I didn't keep asking, I didn't beat this drum, but why, you know, it's recoverable, the viruses, okay? That's what I was looking for. And I guess they took that off because they want people to go out and get vaccinated. They don't want you to think about recovery. But I think, and this is my opinion, opinion as a non-scientific person, just a, you know, a woman in the basement with a microphone, um, that that was a big mistake because um, the people who... And I'm not saying that the people who were infected didn't get ill you know seriously ill but it didn't break down it, it misrepresented what the facts really were and ho- what the hospitalization rate was and what the death rate was and um that didn't give us all the whole picture it just misled us so you have A great many people, tens of millions of people are infected. You have out of tens of millions of people infected, 800,000 actual deaths. And they never talked about hospitalizations. And those were two important metrics in the entire pandemic hospitalizations, you know, how many people went to the hospital and recovered, and how many people died. Because the consensus we all had, and I'm I'm talking about we all, most people had, is that we probably already had it, you know? um, I talked to various people before there was a shutdown, and people said, well, we we probably had it. I had this strange thing that felt like a flu, and, you know, I felt bad for a week, and now I'm, I'm okay, I've recovered. It could have been COVID, you know? You had the sniffles, you were down, you felt like you had the flu for a few days, you were down, you know? And you recover. It could have been COVID. We really don't know. Again, we're not privy to any of this information. We're privy to being handled and misled, but we're not privy to the actual information that could help us. And uh, cases, again, uh, not that they misrepresented anything, but they didn't break down cases versus hospitalizations versus death. And I think that would have painted a different picture for us in the in the public, and given us a certainly clearer picture just how serious or uh, serious this thing was. Also, giving us the information if you wanted to convince people to get vaccinated, giving us the information there to get vaccinated. But they failed us on that. They failed us on this information, and so now they're trying to correct course, correct the course, and, and turn things around and say, okay, well. We're not going to look at cases now, you know, because according to the CDC, and I, I don't know, did I read that earlier or did I read that previously? Um A lot of people have been vaccinated, which I find, I, I think that's very interesting. Okay, where did it go? Uh uh what was it like um 57 percent of the american of americans 57 something percent i'm trying to get this on cdc regarding uh covid 57 percent of the people in the united states have full vaccination are are considered completely vaccinated and 71.1 are partially vaccinated so um Yeah, so now they want to call it cases. They don't want to look at it anymore as, uh, you know, infection equals death kind of thing because all of these people have been vaccinated and they have to explain these uh, breakthrough cases. And now, you know, infection as with the unvaccinated because this this also happened with unvaccinated people. There were tens of millions of people. Who were infected before there was a vaccine, and a small number of them. Like I said, I don't want anybody to die. It's not what I'm, I'm hoping for, wishing for, anything like that. But a small number of people, in comparison to the people infected, were, you know, died, which means a lot of people were infected and a lot of people recovered. So. Nobody wanted to acknowledge that. They tried to poo-poo that and not pay that any attention, and they they played up that that death number. Oh my God! And there was a death, uh, you know, a death count on on the screens on CNN. I'm not sure if it was on MSNBC. I haven't watched that, but you know, they played up that number. But now that all these people are getting all these vaccinations and all these boosters and the Omicron, they can't explain it. Now they want to course correct and they want to say, well, you know, cases don't really matter because really cases didn't matter in the first place. What mattered was how many people went to the hospital, how many people were seriously ill, and how many people died as a result of COVID-19. Now, we can argue about those numbers till the cows come home. I'm not trying to go down that rabbit hole today. We have the New Year's to go through that rabbit hole, but not today. So anyways, I just want to take a quick look at the um the vaccination numbers. Because I know they like to to count to those numbers and uh you know, you hear seventy one percent people, seventy-one percent vaccinated. Uh, and then you, you go look and it's only maybe like fifty seven percent people are fully vaccinated, and then they say, Oh well, you know, these many people were uh, this and you're thinking well if that's the case then why such a, a hard push and such a hard push is because you know they didn't get as many people vaccinated as they thought they would so let's see how many people were vaccinated Uh-oh. now they're just pushing the, the shot they're pushing the shot they're pushing the shot yeah. But yeah, I just saw something and and they put up a paywall. But anyway, it was 57% people fully vaccinated. 57.7% people fully vaccinated in the United States. So, uh, the article goes on to say, okay Hi. it's Monday isn't it that's why it's so strange it's Monday Uh, uh, so you could look at infections and know what was coming even though the Delta wave uh, was true because it largely unvaccinated people who were getting infected Mm. again not going down that rabbit hole today Omicron changes that he said this is the shift we've been waiting for, for many, uh, or in many ways, we're, we're, we're moving to a phase where if you're vaccinated, and particularly if you're boosted, you might get an infection. So now, yeah, they're changing their tune. now. It might be a couple of days of not feeling so great, but you're going to bounce back. That's very different than what we have seen in the past. Jaha, and I, I'm pronouncing it as J-H-A, so Jaha, Jaha, said that generally he doesn't believe infections, quote, should be the major metric. Um, previously, or well, this is obviously, we can continue to track infections among the unvaccinated people because those people will end up in the hospital. We really don't know that. We don't know that at at the same rate, but we really have to focus on hospitalizations and deaths now. Now, we don't know that people who are um, who are sick are going to end up in the hospital, and we don't know that they're going to end up dead. That, but that's really not a fair assessment. We really don't know. Um, I talked about this earlier in in previous podcasts. You you have women, and I heard this story, and I read it, and I talked to people, and you know, side by side, you had uh, they're working together, and uh, they one woman has uh, has the shot she's fully vaccinated, and the other woman does, is not vaccinated, and the person who's vaccinated gets sick, and the woman who's unvaccinated tests negative and took three tests, and none of them were positive. So you know, I guess this is their way of explaining away why there's so many breakthrough viruses. And we, I I have to agree with some one of somebody I forgot who said that we have to stop calling it a breakthrough at this point. We really need to stop calling these things vaccines and start calling them therapeutics. Because my understanding of vaccines is that they stop they 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 boost the immune system so that you you don't get the you don't get the uh, the, the the virus or whatever this is. You know, I mean, polio was a virus. That was a vaccine. Uh, What was this new thing that the kids have to have in order to go to high school? Rubella, whatever. I mean, how many breakthroughs of these things do you have? Have you heard of breakthrough polio or breakthrough rubella? I mean, that's what when you, you say vaccines, you're not getting any of these things in your lifetime. And so, you know. This should be called what it is a therapeutic. And also, I'm going to go down this rabbit hole for a little bit, but you know, these pharmaceutical companies are a mess. I, there was a, a thing, and it was uh, in Africa, uh, South Africa in particular, and uh, actually was, it was from the World Health Organization. Uh, and it was recently, they were, you know, the World Health Organization was outraged because um the the rich countries uh were getting all these booster shots and um the 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 other countries the third world countries i guess you can still call them third world i don't know um uh weren't even getting any shots and then there was uh, this was on Twitter. I have to find it. I should have been a little more prepared about it, but it just it just reminded me as I was talking about this. And they, you know, they're upset because in South Africa and in some of the African countries, uh, they're being charged. What is it? What did she say? Three times more than the richer countries to get the vaccine to their people. And then on top of that, you know. It's not all the same. Nobody's, you know, the, these countries aren't even getting vaccinated. Period. So, what little vaccine, and if they are, they're getting only partial vaccination because they don't have enough vaccination to um, to to give to all their people. And so, the pharmaceutical companies are sitting back, you know. They're allowing these variants to come in, you know, from the third world countries or whatever. And then they turn around and they they start recycling and talking about all these booster shots. And, you know, the lie is that the vaccine, we weren't supposed to be, we were supposed to be immune from that. You know, we're supposed to be immune from getting COVID-19. And so, you know, effectively, we've been lied to. And I it 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 doesn't surprise me that people believe that uh, that uh, Fauci is in the hands of uh, of pharmaceutical companies because what can you say? What can you say uh, about the lies that they've told us over the years about? Um, uh, These vaccines uh, being good, not, you know, uh, you're not supposed to get sick. You're not even supposed to have a breakthrough virus. Okay, here it is. I had to go to Twitter to get it. I couldn't get it on the the channel here. But open smart news. uh, WHO says vaccine booster program will prolong COVID crisis. He says no country can boost its way out of the pandemic. That's what he said, you know. And he, he was talking about how, you know, basically what I was just talking about, how, um, you know, these rich countries are getting all these booster shots while the poorer countries are allowed to um, to to just wane in, in the distance over there. They don't even get a shot. They don't even get shots. And you have these countries here, these Western countries, bullying people, you know, uh, Carrying on, you know, to get your shots, get your booster shots. You're not considered vaccinated until you get your fifth shot. I mean, it's going on and on and on. And then you look around, and if they cared so much about people being vaccinated, why are you allowing countries, poorer countries, to not be vaccinated? Why are you allowing that? Because if you really cared about the health of the people, you would make sure that everybody all over the world got the vaccine. If you really, really cared and they don't and you know that's why i believe that a lot of this these mandates and all this stuff this is you know about control what can we get the people to do how long can we get the people to comply because if you really care and you wanted to stomp out this the this COVID 19 this virus then you would they did we saw what they did with polio they stomped out polio Tell me I'm wrong. Tell me they didn't use the the polio vaccine to stomp out polio in the world. Tell me that didn't happen. But here we are, these, you know, uh, uh, compliance, compliance, you know, oh, yes, we're going to comply, get your vaccine, get your booster, blah, blah, blah. blah. And they're not trying to really stomp out COVID-19. So, the key points of the story, and I'm about to run out of time, is the WHO officials criticized blanket COVID vaccine booster programs as poor countries struggle to obtain and issue immunization shots. The officials warned vaccine inequality could lead to an emergence of more mutant variants. Hello? And the comments from the WHO comments health officials in the U.S. promote vaccine booster shots amid, amid a surge of COVID cases caused by the Omicron strain which, by the way, emerged from South Africa. And I think I just talked about how South Africa was on, they were talking about how they weren't even getting enough of the vaccine to inoculate all of the people. And how much they were charged for this vaccine. You know, three times as much more, three times more than what the wealthier countries were paying. And they, they couldn't buy enough to, uh, you know, to, to help their people. So as a result, and there was a paper about this, 2015, about how incomplete, inoculate, incomplete uh, vaccines cause variants. I'm not getting into that today, um, but uh, yeah. So, you know, here we are, we have countries, countries who are not fully vaccinated. They only had the one dose shot really. They're struggling to get one dose, get their people inoculated to save lives, and you have these uh, these Fauci esque people telling you that you are irresponsible as an unvaccinated person because you made a decision and you're causing this thing to happen uh, because you're not getting vaccinated. And you're causing the you know, the vaccinated people to be ill when really the blame goes on these pharmaceutical companies and our government who are working in collusion with these companies to allow them to continue to propagate this virus by not stomping it out, period. And I don't even know if the the vaccines are gonna do that, but at least if you got people inoculated and if it's working according to the way you say it would be, then a lot less people would be dying and a lot less people would be going to the hospital if you really cared about saving lives that's if you really cared. World Health Organization officials Wednesday criticized blanket COVID-19 vaccine booster programs as poor countries struggle to obtain initial doses warning that unequal access to immunization could lead to more mutated variants that drag out the crisis Blanket booster programs are likely, and this is is what he's saying, the the World Health Director, uh, Tedros Admanen, oh, I can't pronounce this this name, I'm sorry about that. Blanket booster programs are likely to prolong the pandemic rather than ending it by diverting supply to countries that already have high levels of vaccination coverage, giving the virus more opportunity to spread and mutate World Health Organization Director General Tedros, at at Hanum, I'm sorry, I'm just going to go by G right now. Said during a news briefing, the comments from the World Health Organization or the WHO come as health officials in the U.S. promote vaccine booster shots for all residents over the age of 16 amid a surge of COVID cases driven by the Omicron variant or the Omicron strain. Israel on Tuesday announced it will offer a fourth dose of COVID 19 vaccine to people older than 60. And we want people to be able to gather over the holidays, the CDC director Rochelle Walensky said in an interview Wednesday on CNN, and safe gathering includes, of course, being vaccinated, blah, blah, blah. Currently, the vast majority of COVID hospitalization deaths are among the vaccinated people, blah, blah, blah. And no country uh, uh, hospitalization and deaths are among the unvaccinated people, not vaccinated people without booster shots, according to Tejva. No country can boost its way out of the pandemic, he said. Global health experts say the emergence of Omicron is tied to vaccine inequality. Omicron is thought to have emerged from an HIV patient in South Africa where just 26% of the population is fully vaccinated, scientists have said. The virus mutates particularly well in people with compromised immune systems where it can live for a long time and figure out how to survive inside its human host. The WHO estimates just half of its member states will have the vaccinated at least 40% of their populations by the end of this year because of distortion in global supply. Vaccine inequity, inequity is, quote, the most horrible injustice of 2021, Dr. Michael Ryan, executive director of the WHO's health emergence program, said in at the briefing. So, yeah. Yeah true inequality in inequity in this in this pandemic, you know, and the the pharmaceuticals are allowed to do this. instead of making the vaccines available to everyone in the world, I'm not saying it would crush it, but it certainly would help with these variants. but uh, those are my thoughts. What are yours? Um, that's going to put it into this segment. Uh, if you've made it with me this far, Thank you, thank you for listening, I appreciate you, Bye. You are listening to the Black Eye Podcast. Hello and welcome to the second uh, portion, second, 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 second portion of the Black Eye Podcast. This is Monday morning, you know, so forgive me if I'm a little off today. I was talking about in the previous segment, this is my second segment, so in the previous segment I was talking about um, vaccinations and um, how, you know, well well, I left off on vaccination uh, inequity, that's what I was talking about vaccine inequity in the world and how I don't believe that the pharmaceuticals really care about uh, really ending this pandemic. And uh, I read an article uh, from the World Health Organization, and they were talking about how, you know, as the wealthier countries are spending all this money, and they didn't say that particularly, I'm definitely uh, paraphrasing, but the wealthier countries are Boostering themselves up, while the poorer countries are are struggling to get their people inoculated, and you know, uh, against you know these oncoming variants. And in, in the previous article, the variant, the Omicron, came from an AIDS infected patient who uh, had contracted COVID, and um, I don't think he was fully vaccinated, but he you know, the the virus mutated in his body, and Omicron is now prevalent in the world. And I was saying that if these pharmaceuticals, which are allowed to price gouge these lesser countries, you know, uh, uh, and you know keep these these variants coming, you know, uh, we're going to be in this pandemic for a long time. Is that you can't trust. These people to tell you the truth about anything, and then in my previous podcast, I was doing something about airplane quality, uh, air quality, and how it was safer in some places. There was a study done, and that the airplane quality was actually safer in some cases than some ERs because airplanes have filters, they have to filter the air constantly in order to keep it fresh and keep people, you know, breathing and all that good stuff, and um you know someone came and poo-pooed that idea because you know they need for people to wear masks on planes that was that was the point there. you know that the air was good quality and that you would no longer need to wear masks on planes and dr sachi said oh no i think you need to wear extra masks on planes and blah 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 and they found good reasons why you should wear a mask on planes and you know we have this lady who's completely gone off on this man because he's eating. Okay, if you watch the video, he he has a water bottle in his hand, he, he was drinking water and he was he had food and he was eating and she saw him with his mask off. And he she has her mask down and she goes and attacks him because he doesn't have his mask on. And then the, the flight attendants tell her to put her mask up. She looks at them as though those words do not compute and then she turns to the man and says, "You put your mask up. Mask up." She pretends, uh, proceeds to Scratch him, punch him, and spit on him. Thank God this crazy woman is in FBI custody where she heckin' belongs. But, um, I wanted to play a little clip because I was, um, in doubt about, you know, you know how they like to gaslight us and tell us that, you know, they never said that the vaccine we're not going to get, keep you away from the virus and all this kind of stuff. And, you know, they like to demonize the unvaccinated because, you know, you could be stopping this pandemic if you only were vaccinated. And the vaccines are going to stop it in its tracks. And I think if people really believe that, they would go out and get vaccinated. I, I believe that. I believe that people if people really honestly believe that this was going to be the true, the truth, they would go get vaccinated. But luckily, most of us didn't quite believe it because, well, it sounded a little too good to be true, you know? You, you can do that. And, um, you know, here we are, two years in almost, and um, I just want to play this, you know? and how they lied to us about what these vaccines were going to do for us uh, in this world. And now they're changing their stance because now cases don't matter anymore. Not that cases should have mattered. It should have been hospitalizations and deaths. But now cases don't matter because, you you know why? Because the vaccinated are suddenly getting sicker and it's no longer a breakthrough kind of thing. So they're like, oh, well, the vaccine... The the cases no longer matter. I did that. That was the previous segment. But I just want to play this clip to you, for you, uh, if you haven't heard it. And this is what they were telling us. And then they told us that they didn't say this. They said they didn't say this at all. But I want to play to you how many times they have told us an outright lie about these vaccines. So here we go. An S and five hundred, and reinvested the dividends. You'd come up with something like seventeen billion dollars, but you think it's two hundred billion dollars? Here, yeah. You're okay. You're not going to. You're not going to get COVID if you have these vaccinations. These vaccines are highly, highly effective. Vaccinated people do not carry the virus. Don't get sick. They're really, really good against variants. Everyone who takes the vaccine is not just protecting themselves, but reducing their transmission. Uh, to other people and allowing society to get back to normal. Get your first shot, and when you're due for your second, get your second shot. A key goal is to stop the transmission, to get the immunity levels up so that you get almost no, almost no uh, infection going on whatsoever. When people are vaccinated, they can feel safe that they are not going to get infected. If you're vaccinated, you're not going to be hospitalized, you're not going to be in an ICU unit, and you're not going to die. If you are fully vaccinated, You no longer need to wear a mask. Anyone who is fully vaccinated can participate in indoor and outdoor activities, large or small, without wearing a mask or physical distancing. But what they can't do anymore is prevent transmission. We didn't have vaccines that block transmission. We got vaccines to help you with your health, but they only slightly reduce the transmissions. So we need a new new way of doing the vaccine. The level of virus in the nasopharynx of a person who's vaccinated and infected is the same level as the level of virus in the nasopharynx of an unvaccinated person. Reports from our international colleagues, including Israel, suggest increased risk of severe disease amongst those vaccinated early and if you look at israel which has always been a month to a month and a half ahead of us they are seeing a waning of immunity not only against infection but against hospitalizations and to some extent death the booster might actually be an essential part of the primary regimen that people should have plan is for every adult to get a booster shots uh, clearly, one of the best investments uh, I've ever been involved in. So, if you don't recognize those voices, those were Dr. Fauci, our illustrious President Joe Biden, uh, the guy who is the head of Microsoft. My God, I can't remember his name anymore. Uh, I I do my best to try to forget these people. Um, also, uh, uh, our CDC director, Ms. Waller, I mean, it goes on and on and on, on and on and on. Uh, So, it goes on and on. They just lied to us about it. The story kept changing. They told you weren't going to get it. And then they tell you a super spreader. Now they're telling you you have to get booster shots, booster shots, booster shots. Now you have these mandates that you can't eat in a restaurant. You can't bring your child into a restaurant. The child has to be uh, vaccinated. You know, five-year-old child has to be vaccinated, even though the science does not prove significantly that children even suffer on a significant range. Against this, you know, with this virus, but, you know, parents have to hold masks up to babies, you know, four and under, to keep them from, you know, getting themselves thrown off the plane. This is becoming a madhouse. It's becoming a madhouse. It is a madhouse. So, I'm, I'm kind of tired of it now. I'm really tired of it. We need to really just get to the point where we stop complying with this nonsense and just live our lives because it is... Uh, um, absolutely, absolutely. I've had enough of it. Now, I'm here. Um, I got stuck on something in, in my passing, and it was that uh, Donald Trump, was supposedly schooling uh, Candace Owens about the vaccine. And um, what he said with well, the vaccines were good. I'm trying to find it because I had it here. Uh, believe it or not, I was prepped for this show. But uh, ugh, I don't know Mondays, you know. But um, she, he was telling her because, you know, Trump developed these vaccines. He's the one who put it into motion. He's the one got them developed. And I, I don't have, and I'll, I'll say this and I'll keep saying this, I don't have a problem with you making a choice to get vaccinated. That's not what this is about. This is about the public policy and, and my, my tiny little voice in a corner of the world uh, uh, against the uh, freedom of people to make their own decisions regarding their own health. Uh, I don't believe in mandates. I don't believe in mandates as being an effective way. convince people that they should get vaccinated there could be a scintilla of truth but you and i just played a, a whole litany of lies here that you know would cause anybody who had any sort of reasonable doubt to maybe take a third fourth and fifth look at what the heck is going on in the world you have australia nobody's talking about australia by the way anymore but you have Australia, who have they have like vaccination camps. They people uh, in in areas where there's a, a high rate of infection, they lock down the place and they have gates all around, and then the people can't go to the gates and they can't cross a certain line, um, even though they have tested negative for the virus. But they're still like imprisoned in this area. And then you have uh, you know. Countries where you can't go into a restaurant because you're, you don't have the vaccination card. And then you have, you know, videos. I don't know if they're, you know, YouTube is trying to take them down, I suppose. Videos of, um, you know, Santa being arrested on the street because he doesn't have his vaccination card or some nonsense like that in other countries. So it's not just in America that we should have fight for this freedom, but people are fighting for this freedom all over the world. These mandates are wrong. There's something wrong here. I don't have to tell you. I've beat this drum before. But, you know, these people, you know, the World Health Organization, Dr. Fauci, uh, the CDC director, all these people are just, you know, <sighs> what did I say? It's exhausting. You know, they don't have any idea how real people live, think, breathe, and understand things. They really, I think Dr. Fauci really thinks he's back in the 1980s. Um, I don't know if I actually released this, this, uh, podcast is probably going to turn up on, um, cause there's going to be a huge, like, um, episode dump on Patreon of unpublished podcasts. Like I worked, 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 but I didn't publish as much as I would like to. And, um, so I felt like some of the subjects I was talking about at the time had passed or maybe were a little obscure or I, I didn't want to sound too much like a conspiracy theorist. But, you know, I did. So um, I, I don't know. But anyways, I was talking about it was a letter. I can find it. A uh, Dr. Fauci back in 1980 something. It was a gay activist. I can't remember his name. But he wrote a letter to Dr. Fauci regarding the AIDS virus. And some of the criticisms that this man had toward Dr. Fauci were exactly the same criticisms as we have today. And I think I talked about this, I don't know, it was Kim Iverson who was uh, talking about, uh, actually she was making the comparison about how Dr. Fauci handled the AIDS virus back in the 80s versus how he's handling the virus now and it's very similar you know um dr fauci didn't like he didn't um he didn't talk about uh, the natural immunity that wasn't even discussed that was something that didn't even come into his purview he really didn't try to encourage therapeutics and um treatments you know he didn't try to do that and it was the same kind of reaction that he had during the AIDS virus i encourage you to go look at look for that article and read it for yourself it was a it was a letter it was an open letter uh and uh you know i i think i did release this this podcast and i was saying how uh mainstream media was infiltrating um independent news and uh, uh everybody wants to keep the old guard and, and keep dr fauci in in his little bubble but he was ineffective. Excuse me. There was the same kind of rage in this man who was talking about how how Dr. Fauci dealt with the AIDS virus, um, because he wasn't testing for different medicines. He wasn't trying to get people well. He was, and to quote the man, and this is paraphrase quote, but he was like, you're, "You're standing guard and you're deciding that you don't like this medicine and you don't like that medicine while people are dying." And I felt. That when I was reading the letter, uh, uh, that it's the same argument that we have now. You know, it's the same thing. He he's pronouncing what is going to work, what is this, and what is that, and he's not talking about natural immunity. You know, other countries are acknowledging that if you have COVID and you recover from COVID, you you have natural, and you can prove that you recovered from COVID that you you have natural immunity. But here in the United States, that's not even, he didn't even think about that. And then he didn't think about therapeutics. He didn't think, you know, all he did was poo-poo and knock things, uh, possibilities down, knock down therapeutics, you know, whatever it took to, to uh, denigrate or whatever they did to people, you know, who had therapeutics and who didn't have to go to the hospital and who were seeking treatment. He didn't encourage those things. You didn't encourage treatment at all, and how Dr. Fauci's handling of these, these, these diseases or pandemics or whatever—because I don't know if AIDS wasn't pandemic—but you know, it, it's it's the same thing. It's the same echo. I think in the 1980s, I gotta look that up. I'm looking it up now because it was, it was. It was a very visceral letter. I should have kept it up here because what was it called? There was a letter to Dr. Fauci during the AIDS. It was a very visceral letter and I felt that because it can't be found now yeah I can't be found that's odd that's odd it's probably here somewhere maybe it was on my phone sometimes I can find things on my phone uh, I find things on my phone that I can't on, on my laptop which is very interesting uh but anyways it was a letter and basically the same argument that we have now regarding dr fauci and mainstream media you know they want to scrub it away because you know dr fauci is god he he pronounces what he what can and cannot be done you may have uh, christmas with your family shut up like, you know, just shut up. So I was on a tangent of some sort and now I got lost on my thoughts. So I really wanted to to talk about that. I really wanted to, Oh, it was Candace Owens. So Candace Owens is interviewing Donald Trump and Donald Trump wants to take credit for the the um, vaccines, and he, I don't know how I got on Dr. Crouchy, but, and I apologize for that, so it's unedited, folks, so this is me, but, um yeah, so, Trump said, well, you know, the vaccines are good, you know, I took the vaccines, I got boosted, he was the one who pushed me through, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, and uh, he wanted to uh move it, you know, he, he said it was a good thing, you know, he didn't say vaccines can help you you know not die and not go to the hospital you know they're good things and so Kansas Owens um you know said well you know Trump is old and he doesn't understand the internet he doesn't understand what's going on in the world and then you have a lot of people who are turning against Trump because Trump is for the vaccines and I'm thinking to myself how crazy are you people like how crazy are you? Because Trump did develop the vaccine. He did do it. And if people ask me, you know, would you still take the, would you still take the vaccine if Trump was president? The answer to the question would still be no. And the reason why it would be no is because again, it's it's the government. You know, it's it's. Okay, how can you do this so quickly? You know, this has been pushed through this by Trump's own words. It takes five to 12 years to develop. And you've done this in nine months. How well is this stuff going to be? How well is this going to work? Now, I'm not against it. If you make up your mind to take the vaccine, that's you. At least you get to make up your mind. Nobody's coerced you. Nobody's forced you. Nobody's taking away your livelihood. Nobody's marginalizing you or segregating you or demanding that you show papers in order to go to a restaurant or a business. You know, I don't know how anybody in their rightful mind, understanding with any kind of education, understanding history, could to re- resort to that kind of treatment of other human beings as a way to save people when that is the clearest sign of wrong. It's an immoral act, considering what those kinds of behaviors mean and what it means to have papers to get into a restaurant or have papers to do, you know, to to enjoy a city. To segregate people on purpose. But I don't want to digress. I've already digressed anyways. But... Anyways, uh, my thought process was about talking about people turning against Trump because Donald Trump, because he said the vaccines were good and that they were saving lives. And I, I don't doubt that they are, as long as people are making sound decisions for themselves. And, um, you know, I just don't understand this backlash against Trump for touting the vaccines. Of course, he's going to tout the vaccines, of course, he's going to. He helped develop them, okay? He, he, he moved, he, he did the Operation Warp Speed. Of course he's going to develop the uh, vaccines. He's going to take credit for the vaccines. Now, how we feel about the vaccines have nothing to do with how he feels about the vaccines. As president, he sees this as a monumental success. And, and maybe it is. You know, there are people who are saying there is monumental success. They don't feel badly, blah, blah, blah. That's all good stuff. I just don't think they should call it vaccines. I think they should call it therapeutics. You know, these are my opinions, and, you know, who am I? I'm just a person in the basement with a microphone. But um, I think that we have gone a little bit too far in. Persecuting people because we're doing exactly what the left is doing. Persecuting people for taking the vaccine. There's nothing wrong with taking the vaccine if that is your choice. As I'm repeating myself, I know, but there's nothing wrong with that. What is wrong is when you get coerced or forced or threatened. Now, like I said, that's the deal. These are immoral acts, these are acts of immorality. You can say what you want, you know, the The vacc- unvaccinated shouldn't be. No, it's wrong. And Trump shouldn't be demonized because he he said, I got the vaccine, I got the booster shots. He thinks it's a good thing. I don't think it's a terrible thing. Again, I'm not against those. You know, as a, as a president who pushed this thing through, of course he's going to think it's a good thing. This isn't Biden's vaccine. Biden did develop this. Forgive me for saying it, and don't forgive me for saying it, but I don't think Biden had the energy or or the wherewithal to push through Operation whatever this is. He, I don't think he had the, uh, the, the wherewithal to, to push this through. Operation Warp Speed, oh my God, Mondays, man. Operation Warp Speed. I don't think he had the 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 wherewithal to push that through. I don't even think he would think about that. I think he would continue to keep this us locked down and keep the economy suppressed and keep things going, you know, and hope that it'll oh, we'll just mosey on out of it, you know, in that old Biden way. But I don't think he would put through a rush to the vaccines. I don't think he would even think that the government would ever be able to do that. And I think Trump is right that you shouldn't just give the vaccine uh, over to Trump, to Biden, as if he developed it, as if the vaccine is his baby. It is not his baby. It is not his baby. The mandates, we should put all that on him. All the demonization about the mandates, he should be dumped with it. We should call them the Biden mandates. With little horns on it. And you know, every time you write the Biden mandates with the little horns on it because it's an evil deed. But you shouldn't demonize the vaccine. Look, if it's working for people, good, as long as people are making those decisions. But if it's mandate, if your job and your livelihood and your ability to pay your bills and feed your children and all these things are are uh, the, the, the stick they use to beat you into submission with, then yes, Biden should take all that. He should take all that heat he should take all that fire if he's in any way encouraging these mayors and governors to suppress the people in this way he should take that heat but he should not absolutely positively not in ot not have credit for developing something that could be good for people if they have the, the choice the, you know the ability to make their own choice he should not have the he should not take responsibility for that. He should not. And and you know, these people, stop, stop it. You know, stop this nonsense, this tribalism about uh the vaccines. I'm I'm against the mandates. I'm against the evil of those things. I hate mandates. I hate the stick that they use to beat people over the head with. I hate those things. I hate this authoritarianism. I hate it. And apparently, millions of people around the world hate it too. And that's the enemy, not Trump for touting the vaccines, not Trump for talking about the boosters, not Trump for Operation Warp Speed. Whatever you feel about the vaccines, whatever you think about the vaccines, at least you are in a position to make a choice. I want everybody to be in that position that candace owens is to make a choice that i'm able to be in to make a choice that you know anybody who was doing okay is to make a choice i want everybody to have that choice i believe in testing myself i think you should be tested because testing is the best way to not spread the virus if you don't have the virus you can't spread the virus But anyway, I'm running out of time, and uh, these are my thoughts. What are your thoughts? How do you feel about Trump? Um, What he said about the vaccines? Am I right? Is he right? Am I wrong? Should I be demonized? Should we all be demonized? What do you think? Hit me up on Twitter, MHB1070, and on Instagram, MHIGH1029. And Don't forget to leave a voice message at the link in the description. You know the one. Uh anchor.fm Michelle High Bailey at message. Do it. I look forward to hearing from you. As is always, thank you for listening. Be blessed. Bye-bye. You have just heard the Black Eyed Podcast. If you would like to contact me, you can do so through Twitter at MHB1070, on Instagram at my 1029 that's mhigh two two nine one zero two nine. 1029 excuse me or on patreon at theblackeyepodcast.com if you would like to donate to the podcast you can do so through stripe any donation helps me make better content and bring it to you thank you